afternoon y'all welcome to adventure podcast with tom and this is another hunting story this is the story of casey's first buck y'all might remember casey from my first episode about my biggest big deer today if you remember casey was a small game hunter who never hunted deer or moose until he went the day i shot the big buck after that experience Casey got the itch that only big game hunting could scratch. We spent the next season doing a lot of hunting together. He was a, he was successful shooting an antler this year. And we saw a few bucks together, but they were small two and three year old deer. He wanted to shoot a nice big buck, so he passed on the opportunities. He told me he saw a nice shooter once, but he missed. That was by himself. Buck fever is a hell of a thing. So the season came and went with no success for Casey on his mission to shoot a big buck. All year he talked about how he couldn't wait for the next hunting season. He was hooked. The next season came and went and we started the mission again. A month or so passed with only seeing antlerless deer and a couple spikers. There was a logging crew working in a cut that was close to Casey's house because I work in the industry. I knew the the crew that was working in there. I asked my buddy on the crew to let me know when they pulled out and were finished in there so that I could go in and hunt. I got the call on a Saturday afternoon we just pulled the loader out of the cut. Y'all can go and hunt if you want to. I said thanks my friend and asked him what kind of animals he was seeing in there. I was told there was one nice buck that he hadn't seen for a while and a big buck that he was seeing on a regular basis. That made sense to me because the rut had started and the big, big buck would have chased the smaller buck out of the area. Naturally, as soon as I got off the phone with him, I called Casey and says to Casey, I got a spot for the morning hunt if he was interested. Of course, he got excited after I filled him in on what the cut had to offer for game. So I picked Casey up in the morning about half hour before first shooting light. We hatched ourselves a plan of attack for the cut. The plan was spend the morning scouting the area to find the best spots to hunt for the evening. So as we started in the cut, there was still 10 minutes until legal shooting time. I have to admit, I was excited to spend some time in the cut. I won't go into an area if men are working, whether it's posted or not, even if it's not posted. I had been chomping at the bit to get in there all season. What we found in the cut was prime hunting country. As you started in the cut, there was a hill on the right-hand side that was cut. The road followed around the base of the hill. Then there was another hill on the left, and the road went along the base of the backside of the hill, that hill. We parked and started scouting the area. After four or five hours of scouting, we sat down, had a cup of coffee, and devised a plan for the evening. 
I felt that the best spot was on the top of the first hill. I wanted to put Casey up there in a portable tree stand I had brought. Casey felt differently. He had a feeling about the top of the second hill. And one thing I've learned over the years is if you have a good feeling about a spot, follow your gut instincts. The only problem I had with his plan was there was no trees big enough left standing for a tree stand that would watch where I believed the deer were going to be coming out of the bush. But there was a big boulder up there about the size of the box on a gravel truck. I grabbed a rope and we went to the rock to see if we could get Casey on top of it without building a ladder. I didn't want to um, start banging, building a ladder, hammering nails so close to prime time and then spook everything out. So I threw the rope over the rock and tried it and tied it to a smaller rock on the ground. Casey, pardon me, Casey used said rope and got himself on top of the boulder. I passed him his rifle and reminded him, no smoking up there. I went about 50 yards out from him and put some Tink 69 on a branch. Then I left him. I went to the first hill and set my tree stand up. I got myself into the stand, pulled my rifle up and waited. It didn't take long and I had action. About 45 minutes and I saw my first deer, a young doe. A few minutes later, a doe and a fawn walked by. I thought to myself, I hope Casey doesn't get excited and shoot a doe before a buck shows up. I saw a few more deer throughout the evening, the whole time wondering how my partner was making out. The suspense, the suspense was killing me, but I didn't want to get down and go and spook anything that was going into him. There was about 20 minutes of daylight left, so I started out for my stand. I got to the truck and Casey is sitting in the cab waiting for me. I could tell from my first look at him that he had had some action. I jumped in the pickup and said, well, what did you see? What did you get? First thing he said is, it's about time I've been waiting for you for 45 minutes. <laughs> I laughed. I said, well, what did you see? He said, I shot a big buck. I said, congrats. Did you feel dressy yet? His reply was, no, I can't find it. And my heart sank. I just... It, it, I, I felt heartbroken for him is the best way to put it I asked him to explain the situation so he said he said I couldn't hear the deer sorry I, he said I could hear the deer walking through the bush at the edge of the cut I could tell it was a buck because I could hear the antlers hitting the trees after a few minutes I saw the deer enter the cut he said my heart was beating so hard I thought the deer was going to hear it I laughed at him he says yeah that happens I wanted to shoot right away he said but I couldn't hold my rifle steady then I remembered you put some tanks out there so I waited for the deer to get to that spot it felt like it took forever but eventually he got there nose up in the air quartering towards me that's when I cringed to myself knowing that that is not a great shot. That is not a shot that I would take. Never mind a shot for a beginner hunter. I kept that info to myself though. Casey said, I laid down on the rock 
because I still was having a hard time holding my rifle steady, I lined up my sights and pulled the trigger. The deer jumped and ran off. He said he gave Casey said he gave it 20 minutes or so before he climbed down, but he had no watch on, so I think he jumped the gun on that. Probably was only like five minutes. If I anybody who hunts knows that that waiting to go and check is the longest time. It's it's the longest 20 minutes of your life. So I grabbed my flashlight and said to Casey, I gave him a flashlight. I said, okay, you ready? We're going to have to go and look for it. On a side note, if you want to go looking for uh, looking for your animal after dark, make sure you have a really good flashlight. It needs to be really bright in order for you to have any success looking for it. But anyways... So we got to the rock where Casey was perched, and then I went from the rock to the where the tanks was hanging. There was some fur and a little bit of blood. Honestly, at that point, I thought it was a lost cause. So, but regardless, I gave Casey a roll of marking tape. I told him to mark everywhere where I say I seen blood. Sorry. So, at this point, Casey is behind me, and I am following the blood trail. He is marking everywhere I tell him. There is, there is blood, but it is few and far between. At this point, we are in the bush now, off the cut and into the bush. That's when I started changing my opinion on the success of this hunt. Looking at the trees, I could see blood rubbed on the side of the trees. So we kept going for another couple hundred yards in the bush, up and down hills, over deadfall. It was not easy walking. I was tired and wet and tired. We stopped to take a breather. We were standing there discussing what we were going to do now. He wanted to come back in the morning, being we had been out all day and we were both tired and hungry. You know, figured coming back out in the morning would be a good idea. But before we turned around to go back to the pickup, I took one more look with my flashlight. I focused the beam as small as it would go so it would be as bright as it could be, just looking on the ground under trees up ahead. Then a shadow caught my attention. It looked like an ear and an antler were under a jumping jack pine tree. I says to Casey, I says to him, I says, come here. So he comes over and I pointed his eyes in the right direction. So he's looking and he says, there it is, oh my God, there it is. And he started running towards it. I laughed at the at him going all excited. It was great to see. And I thought to myself, geez, I hope it's dead. <laughs> it would be a terrible thing for it to jump up as he got there. We don't have a gun with us because it's after dark. You can't night hunt in Ontario for deer got to the deer it was dead the deer was a nice nine pointer with a 21 inch inside spread 
he had single lung the deer and that's why it ran so far it took us until 3 a.m. to get the deer to the truck and it was everything we had left in us to get the deer in the box of the truck that was by far the hardest I had ever worked to bring a deer out of the bush when I talked to my grandfather about the, the hunting trip the next day he asked me why didn't you debone the deer and only bring out the meat my response was because I never even considered it that was something that him and I had never done I didn't even realize that it was an option thanks for listening y'all be safe out there now you hear